Welcome to another Truth Matters episode where we discuss all things truth from a biblical standpoint. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Truth Matters. Today we have a special episode for you, part two of Homeschooling 101. And uh, as last time, I've got my lovely, wonderful, beautiful, awesome, and benevolent wife Hey, hey. Good to be back. (laughs) So uh, there's so much information that we can talk about. Uh, We wanted to do a part two of the Homeschooling 101. I hope you listened to that episode last week. If you didn't, I hope you'll tune in and, and listen to that. Yeah, uh, we bring out a few facts and and uh, answer some questions you may have and concerns. But today we want to talk about the legalities and uh, curriculum in particular. We've got a few more fun things we want to talk about. But to start off with, as we mentioned last week, uh, most states require you to establish a name for your school, and um, I'm going to give this to my wife mm-hmm. and let her talk about the name and how she got the name of our uh, homeschool. Yeah. Well, I think the our in our last episode, we gave the name of our homeschool, which is Arrow Academy, which is based um, on the scripture in Psalms where it talks about the children are as arrows and we should sharpen those, which Matt kind of brought out a little bit last week. But yes, um, most states do require you to actually put a name to your homeschool, which to me is is kind of neat and you know it kind of labels your homeschool and for me it kind of just sets the tone of you know um what is your homeschool going to be based on so obviously we are christian and we follow jesus and so that is what our homeschool is based on um so i just really felt like that our name should incorporate some type of scripture and i've always loved that scripture in psalms And um, when I was actually battling (laughs) between whether to homeschool or not, which we'll talk about a little bit later about our story and how we decided to homeschool. Um, But that scripture is one that really rang true for me and um, really steered me down the path um, that I believe that the Lord wanted us to to go down, which was homeschooling. So obviously it was it just fit to put that scripture in the name. As far as any other um, legalities, I think we we even touched on this in the last episode. It really is state by state. So again, just go to Google, type in your state, and then homeschool laws, and everything should pop up. Or um, visit your local school district, um, Board of Education, and they should be able to help you out there. Right. There's really not a whole lot to it. I mean, um, looking on the outside you're thinking, oh my gosh, I've probably got to do all this paperwork and and uh, I've got to go through all these loopholes just to do mm-hmm. it. It's really a lot more simple than, than you would think. We can say that because we live in the state of Kentucky. Um, some states, though, are super, super strict and they require a lot of documents, a lot of um, actual schoolwork to be kept and you have to turn it in and things like that. So, we are very, very blessed to live in a state where um, our homeschool laws are pretty, pretty lenient. So, so what you're trying to say is, um, you need to move to Kentucky, everybody, because <laughs> Kentucky is awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, 
But seriously, <laughs> if if you want a little more freedom uh, right. right now with uh, the legal system as far as homeschooling, Kentucky is a great place to live. So yeah. uh, we are very fortunate for that. Um, we just we hope and pray it stays that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, right now, fingers yes. crossed. Yes. But as far as uh, curriculum goes, uh, Mom, you used a couple different types of curriculum, and you found one that really worked for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you started out with what? What was the curriculum? Um, we we have used two within the three years that we've been homeschooling. There are tons and tons and tons of different kinds of curriculum out there. Um, there are Christian-based curriculums. There are secular-based curriculums. There are curriculums that are solely online. There are curriculums that are textbook style, workbook style. I mean, honestly, anything that you prefer, they pretty much have it out there. So, again, we are Christ-centered family. So we are using a Christian-based curriculum. The one that we started out with for kindergarten was called Christian Light Education. Which is pretty good, right? mm -hmm, It was really good, and that's the curriculum that we actually taught our daughter Emery how to read. And it was really good. The only thing that she had a problem with is she got a little bored with it after a while because um, all of the workbooks are black and white. Everything is, <laughs> and and kids, you know, like color. Right. You know, they like to be engaged and right. and things the, like that. So the curriculum you have now is more engaging. Right? Oh yeah, and, and and I again, I loved Christian Light, and we actually still use their Bible curriculum, um, which is another reason why I really <clears throat> liked them, as they actually had a Bible curriculum, and it's more it's, accurate with the word. Yes, right. it, it's King James Version. It's and it's not a devotional. So we do a devotional, but this this is more meaty to me, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, it's actually teaching the stories of the Old Testament and the stories of the New Testament. Christian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bible curriculum. But as a whole, the curriculum that we use now is called the Good and the Beautiful, which is another Christian based curriculum, and um, it it's also workbook. I feel like. Um, Especially for my kids, and I can't speak for all kids, but especially younger kids, they do better with actual physical books and workbooks. Uh, my kids don't have a lot of screen time as far as iPads, phones, computers. So to put them on a curriculum that was solely online, I just didn't think that would fit them really well, and I don't think that they would like that. We do some some things on the computer, but our actual core curriculum is all workbook style, which has really worked good. And I love the good and the beautiful. It's very interactive. They have games that they incorporate with the curriculum. So it just makes it super fun for the kids. And it's never um, repetitive, so the kids don't get bored. And I like it. <laughs> I they, mean, they get plenty of uh, Bible teaching in that too. Oh right? yeah, I mean everything, even the little stories that you read in the curriculum, they really focus on memorization. And so the poems, um, Emery's actually memorizing a poem right now, and it's about God. So everything is centered around God, which obviously is really important to us. Um, one question that I get asked a lot is how long does it take to homeschool? Um, I get this question a lot from parents who 
or maybe are thinking about homeschooling or parents who have kids that are currently in public school and maybe they're thinking about homeschool. And of course, obviously we know public school is about six hours a day. That's the time that they're there at public school. And so, um, of course, with every state, like we said earlier, part of the legalities, you do have to meet certain requirements as far as days that you go to school and hours that you school. Um, But as far as on a daily basis, we usually school from about 8 to 12, give or take. Some days are longer, a little bit longer. Some days are a little bit shorter. But we can usually get all of our schoolwork done. It usually t- takes us about four hours a day, which honestly, compared to um, six or more hours, is totally doable. And that's, <laughs> that's schooling two kids that are on different um, grade levels as well. Plus, that's snack breaks, <laughs> bathroom breaks, um, lunch, you know, all the things that come with, uh, being just a mom. So four hours is not bad at all. I came across this, uh, webpage. It's called weird unsocialized homeschoolers, <laughs> which we talked about last week, how, um, you know, a lot of parents are afraid that our, their children would be very antisocial if they're homeschooled and, um, which is completely a false narrative. But, this uh, website's pretty neat, and uh, it poses the statement, 50 Reasons Why Kids Love Homeschooling, and it's kind of neat. But the number one reason on the list of 50 is sleeping in. <laughs> Who does not love sleeping in? Uh, so that's a really good perk to being a homeschool child. You get to sleep in. Number two, doing school in your PJs. Yep. So, I mean, you really don't have to dress up for homeschool. I mean, you just pop out of bed and just go to school some people agree and disagree with that um but i mean let's be honest we all have those days where it's just easier to stay in your pjs right uh number three is it's safe at home Mm -hmm. it is safer at home i don't think we should worry so much about safety but i would agree with that statement it is safer at home the school shootings that have really escalated the past several years was something to think about for sure I'm going to just go over a couple more. Um, Number four, they can spend time following their interest. If you enjoy Truth Matters podcast and would like to help this ministry continue spreading the truth of the gospel, consider becoming a patron. This ministry is 100% listener supported. Becoming a patron is safe, easy, and you can give a monthly gift as little as $1, $10, $100, or a one-time donation of any amount. Simply send us an email at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com and we'll forward you the information you need to sign up. Thank you in advance. Your help is truly appreciated actually heard another podcast not too long ago that said we should focus more on what the child is good at rather than what the child is not so good at. So if you went to public school, you know, (laughs) it's really not that that's really not the case in public school. You know, if you make a bad grade on the test, you make a bad grade on the test. (laughs) It's it's public school is very cut and dry and they really don't leave room Um, for the child to explore anything that they're really interested in because obviously they have to meet those common core um, standards and they have to meet those guidelines that are given to them by the state. So thankfully in homeschool, we don't have to do that. I'll just give you an example. Um, 
our son is really interested in drums and our daughter is really interested in piano. So we do incorporate those within our homeschool. Uh, they have lots and lots of time to, um, to practice and play and just fool around with the instrument because just that time that they have to do that makes all the difference. And um, my daughter also really loves art. She loves to draw and she has tons of time to, to draw. Um, and she's also starting to get into some photography. She's actually asked for a camera for Christmas. So it just, you know, just having that extra time, not being in a public school setting for six or more hours a day gives them more opportunity to figure out, wow, I'm kind of interested in this. I really want to explore it. Um, and if your child does have an interest like that, I just encourage you to capitalize on it. And just um, if they're interested in it, let them explore it. You know, let them become who God wants them to become, because you never know your daughter or son could grow up to be a worship leader or um, a music minister if they're interested in music or um you know, we the Bible says that all good gifts come from above, and I believe that's even gifts that we have. You know, if you can paint or draw or in, into music, those gifts are, come from the Lord, and we should use them for the Lord. So um, I'm thankful that with homeschool, our children have more opportunities to do that. Right. Okay, one question that um, you parents may be asking when it comes to um, going in the direction of homeschool. Um, is what are the differences between homeschool and public school? In other words, why should I even consider homeschooling my child? What mm. What are the perks and um, what are the reasons why I should? And I'm going to let mom answer those questions. Well, I think we just named a few of them from that list, <laughs> which um, are practical, but they still are, are really good reasons. But um, I think the first thing that I wanted to say is that a lot of times new homeschoolers, and I can say this from experience because I was like this myself, new homeschoolers tend to have this idea that they have to recreate public school at home, which really isn't the case. I mean, if, if you want to do that, that's obviously you have the freedom, which is another thing that we'll get to in a minute. Um you do have the freedom to do that, but one of the the beauties of homeschool is that it is different than public school. Everything about it is different. The setting, the way that you teach, the way that you interact with your child, the way um, the child has a chance to learn the material, everything is just different. So um, we do have a dedicated school room but we do not use it all the time. Sometimes we'll do school at the kitchen table. Sometimes we'll go outside and do school on our patio. Sometimes we'll go to the park and do school at the park. So, you know, don't get so worried about recreating the public school setting at home. Just, and I think a lot of that comes with time. You just have to get your feet wet. You have to do it for a while and just get your own routine down just to see what works for you. Um, some parents school first thing in the morning, some parents school at nighttime. You know, it's just the beauty about homeschooling is finding out what works for you and your family and your kids and doing it. 
and, and just do it yeah just do it and make it your own mm-hmm. <clears throat> just like you said don't think that you have to uh, replicate the the public school system yes it's your school mom dad whoever's a superintendent and i'm sure dad will be superintendent and mom will be the teacher <laughs> uh, in our case at least that's the way it is um but um make it your own uh, make it as creative as you want it yep uh, as engaging as you want it take as many field trips as you want yes and speaking of field trips that's probably one of the coolest things about homeschooling I yep. mean, you can go wherever you want and you can pretty much count that as a field trip you know definitely so. and and that just leads me to my second point which is freedom um we never have to work around a school schedule when it comes to vacations we never have to work around a school schedule when it comes to um, wanting to go on a little weekend getaway or going somewhere just for the day. I mean, we have the freedom to do that. If I want to schedule a doctor's appointment that morning, hey, that's okay. We can do school in the afternoon. If we, um, if we're just not feeling school that day, if my kids are crabby and they wake up on the <laughs> wrong side of the bed, or let's be honest, if I'm crabby, you know, we can just say, hey, we're going to take the morning off and we're going to do school in the afternoon. You know, just like I said, figuring out what is best for you and your family and not being afraid to just do it. That's the freedom of homeschool. Yeah. Um, Another thing that's different that I'm so thankful for is that you get to be a part of your kids' education and what they are actually learning. There are so many times that parents of kids in public school, you have no idea what they're actually learning at school and um i could tell you some horror stories but i won't i won't get into all that but it's just important to know what your kids are being taught and i'm just thankful that we have had this opportunity that we know what our kids are being taught because we're the ones teaching them yeah and and on that note um i'm not sure how it is in other states but uh in our state you know they're removing uh, and cursive writing mm. and uh the old history um and they're not really teaching in cursive writing anymore and the reason i believe that is the case is because um they're trying to rewrite our history and i'm not saying that against teachers uh, or um, superintendents or anyone that uh, is in the school system but as far as government goes mm. you know the government is uh, um trying more and more to control our school systems it does. and um if they can rewrite our history they very well can rewrite our future so uh, that's something to think about you know where's the incursive writing it's very important to um, teach your kids that i believe because um, if they don't know incursive they can't read history and its origin it's true Uh, so um something to think about yeah and you brought up a really good point that you know it's it's not it's not a blame game we're not blaming public school teachers we're not blaming um, the superintendents or whoever because honestly at the end of the day they're just doing what they're being told to do and like you said the school systems are controlled by the government and does the government have an agenda <laughs> I'll let you be the deciding the deciding factor about that uh, I'm sure we all know the answer to that question but um, you know do do you want your children being taught by the government? That, that's that's exactly. honestly how we need to start thinking of it. Do you want your child being taught by the government? Exactly. Well, um, so we, we had talked about maybe doing this once a month or 
uh, twice a month uh, talking about marriage and parenting and homeschooling and um, things of that nature. And if you like that idea, uh, feel free to comment uh, below this podcast or uh, send me an email at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. Mm. And uh, let us know your thoughts on that. And, and if there's something you want us to talk about, if there's questions you have, feel free to send us those questions and uh, we'd be glad to talk about that. And we, we're basically just here to help. We're, we're just kind of stepping out by faith and doing this. And uh, we just want to share with you what little knowledge we may know. And uh, we might give you a nugget that might help you along the way. Or we might encourage you by what we're doing. Because, you know, you're not the only person that's thinking about homeschooling. You're not the only person who's um, thinking about your children's future. And there's a lot of moms and a lot of dads out there that are wondering, you know, what's going to happen to my children you know, when I'm gone, and parents, the best thing you can leave with your children is your legacy, is your faith, is the things that God has taught you. And uh, what better way to do that than to school your children yourself, to mm-hmm. be that voice that speaks in their ears daily and teaches them uh, the engrafted Word of God and uh, and just have fun with it. It doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be uh, a dictatorship. But we do want to pour into our children, and the more you pour into your children, the more that they're going to have instilled within them. And again, I said this, I think, last week, but the Bible says that if you train up a child in the way that he should go, when he is old, he will not depart from it. He may backslide on the Lord, he may uh, drift off, and he may do his own thing for a while, but trust me, if if you take the time to pour into your child prayer and biblical teaching, um, it's going to come back to reward you, and it's going to come back to reward that child. Yes. And uh, they will come back to the Lord eventually. Amen. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Truth Matters, Homeschooling 101, Part 2. Part and two. Uh, once again, like I said, we're uh, thinking about doing this once a month. If you like that idea, send us a comment or an email. And if you have anything you'd like to talk about or you would like to be interviewed on Truth Matters, uh, send us an email, truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. Once again, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and uh, please tune in next week for a new episode. Thanks, and have a blessed day. If you enjoyed this episode of Truth Matters Podcast, be sure to share it with your family and friends, and follow me on social media to help spread the truth. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>